Oh, you got to be kidding me. Oh, now I'm nervous. Whenever Anthony Haney, a.k.a. super producer, whenever he follows the script, then I get nervous. I'm comfortable when he does his own thing because that's what young folks do. They do their own thing. But it is National Margarita Day. And so, Brother Haney, now I know why the rooster was off today. He's got to be the keynote speaker at the National Margarita <laughs> Day uh, celebration. Now he'll probably be on the float. He's probably somewhere up in New York um, doing that. Your favorite margarita is? Uh, I'm a dark drinker, so I like the Henny Margarita. Yes, the Hennessy uh, is definitely always flowing in the Haney household. I probably had more strawberries over the lifetime than any other. Strawberry margarita? Margarita. Maybe. I'm, I'm just thinking about it. First lady just called me. She told me it's National Margarita. I had no idea. I really didn't know. I was wondering what rooster. Because for rooster to miss a shift and it not be family related, that is serious business, is like one of the oddest things you'll ever find. Because there's nobody that takes this thing as seriously as he does. And he actually reports in his sleep. And so I was shocked when I heard, you know, uh, Big L on the day I go, what, Rooster? So I just wanted to make sure he was okay because that really shocks me whenever I don't hear the Rooster on several different publications, um, you know, uh, podcasts, whatever. When he's on a minimum of four or five different ways of getting the message across, then I get concerned. So he's in good spirits, he's healthy, and now I know it's National Margarita Day. Now I can rest, I can rest at ease because I was really concerned, concerned about that. So I take it your last 24 since we last met, made it easy for you. Gave you a couple layups. Today, you're going to have to earn it. Yeah, today, you are definitely going to have to earn it. The mock draft king, Ben Standing, will uh, be with us because this is what he does. And as it gets closer and closer to the draft, you know, he's got like Santa Claus. You know, he's coming down that chimney once a year. The buildup is it's what it's all about for Standing. Sheehan, I never thought Sheehan would be unseated. Did you? Nah, not never. at all. Never. <laughs> this guy ups, I mean, but you know what Sheehan did? Sheehan segued <clears throat> to the schedule. See, smooth. Since he knew he could no longer be noted as the kingpin of the mock draft, he segued to the mock schedule. That way, leaving the undisputed champion, Vince Standy. Smooth move by Sheehan. That way, he can still be king of the hill, just moving into a different category. I like that. That was a smooth move. And then, of course, combine. We got combine. I mean, how lucky are we to be on right now where most people run from it because it's not a layup? You got to come down and knock down a three. If you got no range, this is not for you. This is no layup now, no layup line. Layup is Super Bowl week. 
You can go to any daycare and pick up, go get a, anybody in a, in a crib. They can do it. This, you got to have range because there's no layups. So now we're forecasting. We're getting ready for. We are assembling that staff. Now, we putting together staff. We even got, you even heard from some. We got some sound. We're putting together these personalities. Next thing will be a little free agent talk. We got a little cap space. Next, we'll be talking about potential moves. You know one thing I already noticed about our, our new operation? It has, to this point, no leaks. Do you have any idea what's going on? I have no idea what's going on. Isn't that on. A cool? But I think that's been like one of the best things that's about cool. the, you know the the regime since yeah. uh, Josh Harrison you know crew took took over. To be honest, no, it really is cool. Like the Adam but, Peters move, crazy oh, out of left field. But, Never would have thought. Come on, man. But we kind of we are Bama's though. You got to admit it. <laughs> we are Bama's because I was mad. Hey, man. Why y'all letting this dude stand on the sidelines this long? Uh-huh. See? There you go, Bama. They were probably just saying, shut the what uh, up. We got this. If they didn't listen to me, we uh, we wouldn't have had the second pick. You see what I mean? Mm-hmm. If they had listened to me, who do you think we'd been picking? Uh. Not two. Ninth, tenth, or eleventh. Yeah, we wouldn't be two. Yeah, ninth, tenth, or eleventh. Because as soon as I signed over for the money, there would have been an explosion in Ashburn. Whole complex would have been leveled. So they'd have been working out of a warehouse over at the U-Haul. They'd have had to rent space just to participate. But see, I'd have come up in there like a fool. It took enormous pressure. But what a plan. What a brilliant plan. How else could you assure yourself the second pick? Brilliant. And one way for a man to really understand your value is to understand your flaws, understand your weakness. If you're overly emotional, calm down. Now, and how smooth was it? I still say this. What's your highlight of the offseason? You tell me yours, I'll tell you mine. Highlight of the offseason? Since the new regime took over. What's your highlight of the new regime's What's the pimp move of the new regime's run so thus far? Is this including or excluding uh, the hire of Adam Peters? Well, no. It's since they – let me repeat this. You been drinking? Nah. I have, okay, I good. I have not had See, my uh, – No, no, let me ask yet. you this, too. I forgot. <laughs> you young people. See, y'all, the one thing about you guys, see, I, I should have checked this. I have a monitor because I got to check y'all. Because y'all do a lot of crazy things. Mm. And y'all call it normal. 
because you're so used to waking up to it. So I have to make sure you have sound mind. What is the, okay, smoothest move the Harris Group has made since they signed and, and, and paid that enormous amount of money? Uh, I got to say, I got to say Adam Peters. Hiring Adam Peters was okay. the best move that's that, that they okay. made. Okay, that's the power play. Yeah. That no, well, I'll say that. That's the most important thing they've done. The pimp move was Brissett. The injury. Oh, telling him to, uh, I guess, him not playing? I'm not saying they said anything. Mm. Don't say I said. Yeah. They told him. I did not say that. Okay. That's just like Goodell. Did he say he lost the tapes on Belichick? <laughs> huh? Nah. All right, then. Don't say I said that. See, you been got a brother in trouble. <laughs> I did not say that. All I'm saying is that somehow this brother that looked like he was Jim Thorpe came on the field like OJ throwing the ball like Unitas, and all of a sudden, he had rigor mortis. Something took him over, couldn't go. And again, because I did a Linnell, I reacted before I could figure it out. And boy, had they just let me talk then. If they just let me do my thing then, boy, what a fool I have made of myself. Mm. It was brilliant. And I had to do a... <laughs> That was brilliant. That was brilliant. Now, of course, plausible deniability. Of course, no, no, they didn't do nothing. Right? Yep. Nobody. Oh, no, nothing happened. Because you, you, if, you, if you're paying attention, the things that happen in our lives, you're sitting around, your eyes are wide open. Hey, man, we didn't do nothing. And you go, really? Well, I guess not. Nothing happened. And we just lost. And guess what? We got the second pick. Mm-hmm. Now that we got it. All right. Now that we understand how we got there. I don't want you to think that was accidental. They balled out. That was brilliant to get there. Now that we've gotten there. What are we going to do with it? Now we're going to see the second level of genius by this new operation. Putting the staff together to me is like watching them assemble the dirty dozen. Every move is strategic. Yep. Now, do I understand every level of it? No, I don't. Do I agree with every? No, I don't. But that's a beautiful thing for them. That's a beautiful thing for them. Because hopefully they'll prove me wrong again. And that's what we've got to do. We got to challenge it out of our instinct because it's just, it wouldn't be human for me not to feel what I feel. And I'm going to express what I feel because. You guys are loyal, and you deserve it. 
Because here's who I speak to. You know, I, I speak to all of you that drive more than four or five hours to get to a game. You my number one objective. Those of you that tap into your savings for season tickets, you are my number one priority. Those of you that I've met over the years that go to rallies and you come up and you invest and you you bleed burgundy and gold. And it's no BS to you. It's serious. And you got played. You got played by some ruthless, rotten SOBs. And so it's my job to make sure you get an even share at it. I don't give a damn who they have over it on this. That don't mean nothing to me. I represent you. And you in good hands. You in good hands. Because I've, I'm feeling this thing out. And you're going to say, well, what put, who put you in charge? I did. I did. All right. And it started for me with Jack Pardee. And here's why I'm qualified for this. I was in the room with Jack Pardee, then Joe Gibbs. Then I watched Richie Pettibone. I have a great deal of respect for North Turner. And I've seen Terry Robinski, Marty Schottenheimer, Steve Spurrier, second phase of Joe Jackson Gibbs, Maroon, Jim Zorn, Mike Shanahan, Jay Gruden, Bill Callahan, Coach Centric, and not a Dan Quinn. Boots on the ground, as the young fella says. So that's my credentials. That's skin in the game. And what do all of them have in common, with the exception of Dan Quinn, is that there's been an expiration date on all on everybody. Come and gone. And what has happened? What's the thread between all of them? You. You guys. Y'all still standing strong. You have never quit for a long time. You've never given up on them. No matter what the colors they wore, the name they were called, some of the ridiculous promotions or stunts that they put you through, you've never quit. And your reward, my reward, and our reward is going to come with Dan Quinn, Peters, and this group if they can get some ball players. Because they don't play. Dan might want to suit up again, but no, that ship has sailed. I know Witt could still, he coming now, but let's not put him in a uniform. The man being told you he was qualified since 2015. And he had to wait until 2024. Yeah, you heard the time he had to wait. You think he going to let a stone be unturned? 
You think he needs an alarm clock to get up to go to the park? See, all the BS is over. All that fake stuff is over. If these dudes that put on that uniform say they want to be here now, they're going to get checked. All that stuff over. OTAs being optional and people, no, I got to go get mine. I got to, okay, watch that now. That's over. That ship has sailed. It's a new sheriff in town, folks. And I hope you're ready for it. Because now you're on the clock. And I am so thrilled that the BS party has officially ended. We go to break. We come right back. If you feel up to it, 301-230-0980 is the number. If you got the password, you might get in. If not, it's the way it goes sometimes. Back in a moment. This is an exciting time for the franchise because, yeah. uh, as you know, there's been some down days uh, here over the last several years, but now there's new energy, uh, kind of a new culture. Is that something you wanted to be a part of and kind of be part of the solution to bring this franchise to where it's supposed to be? You know, just from studying this team a year ago uh, when Ron was here, he had offered me the coordinator spot. I remember that. So yeah. I, I just studied this team a little bit, and I was excited then. And so uh, I knew the team a little bit. Uh, I don't think we're as far away as people think. And with the leadership we have and the new ownership we have and organization having some stability, I just saw this was an opportunity to go be a part of something that I think is going to be special. Wow. Ant-Man. That Coach Glenn? Yes, sir. Anthony Lynn talking with uh, ABC 7's <laughs> Scott Abraham. Yeah, I knew Scotty, man. Scotty, Scotty's got that Hollywood voice. But that was that was powerful because Coach had recruited Anthony, very well respected man in the league, and you can. Everybody goes through changes in their life. Not everybody's ready to be the best version of themselves when you need them to be. It doesn't work that way. It works when they are ready for that to happen. But in pro ball with these teams, the problem is, and I have to bring it to you in a way that I'm, I trust you'll understand it, because nothing else works. It's worked. You've been lied to, we've been cheated on, and we've been ripped off. There's no other way to say it. When you ask people for trust, and they give you the trust, and you betray them, then you must be beheaded. There ain't no, I'm sorry. There's a price to be paid by it. And the only way you can be forgiven is through victory. <laughs> That's the only way we can get over this is through victory. Ain't no talk is through victory. And I believe in order for any of this to work, we have to be headed in the right direction, and we are. We got to have the right people in the meetings, and we do. Now, the next thing is going to be, how do we get the team better? Because you don't have enough football players. You don't have enough winners on your team. Let me repeat that because I'm I'm not I'm almost certain you didn't quite understand what I'm saying. You don't have enough good players 
to beat another team for an entire game. Four quarters, you don't have enough good players. Now, you can say you do, but I can say, well, they didn't act like it. Then you can say, well, there was a bad plan. Oh, you're going to blame the coach. The design, okay, I don't buy, I don't buy that. I don't buy that because I can go back to, again, you guys didn't like the guy I liked. You said it was too simple because yeah. he went down to Penn State University. They team did. They didn't throw a pass in the second half, and y'all mocked it. See, sometimes I question a lot of you because you speak with a forked tongue. Do you want to be entertained? Go to the damn drive-in. Or do you want to win games? Because when Michigan went down there and put their foot up Penn State's behind and did not throw a pass in the entire second half, you mocked it. Oh, they didn't throw the ball. All they did was run the ball. Oh, so now you uppity. You have to win in a specific manner in order to please you. So you too good for ground and pound. I remember the day, back in the day, y'all enjoyed 50 gut. Now you too good for it, huh? I remember back in the day, you kind of enjoyed 70 chip. Now, oh no, you way too white glove. You too sophisticated for that. Y'all really kill me sometimes. Harbaugh, oh, no, he's too, no, he's just too matter of fact. I know, matter of fact. He's going to put his foot in your behind and be national champion, but you don't like that. Okay, cool. Cool. Let's go to Steve. <laughs> On the ace line, listener line. Steve, welcome to the Hoffman yeah. Show with DOC. Oh, it's, it's a pleasure. Uh, I appreciate listening to you. And it's a pleasure being in the church of football with Doc Walker. Well, brother, I appreciate you um, being with us in the Hoffman Show. I think we have some extraordinary people that follow our football team. I think we've been abused. And I am I, so pleased that I think we are turning the corner. And I just want I all our agree. people to be recognized for how – they have been mistreated. Yeah, I've been a fan for a long time. I remember seeing you play football. The last time I talked to you, we talked about Bernie Casey. But oh, the yeah. reason I did call, huh? Yeah, yeah, he was my mentor. That was my idol. Yeah. That was my idol. You know, know why? And I told you why then. Yeah. See, and this is what Anthony, see, Anthony's privilege, and I, and I love his father, and his mother and father, they did a magnificent job. They got Anthony. Not only in the prep, Georgetown prep, but they got him out of it. That's I, Look, I'm going to do a background investigation. If I don't do nothing else in my life, I'm going to go back and do a Kojak. I've got to go back and investigate everything I got you. that happened over Georgetown prep. But so, Bernie Casey I guess the, was a yeah, man yeah, yeah. who looked like yeah. me. Play, he was playing wide out, big receiver. He was on TV. He, he was, was actually on television doing things that. other than being a slave. Correct. And so Correct. it was a man of dignity doing some things. And I went, oh, my God. 
And so it matters. When you see somebody that looks like you doing things that they don't ordinarily put you in those frames doing, it matters. It is inspiring. It makes you recognize what's possible if you put in the work. All I was asking is just give me a shot. I didn't ask you to give me nothing but a shot at it. If I do the work, then I want to get the cheddar. And obviously this coaching staff, it's not about color. They're just trying to get the right people to do the right thing. But my question is that how coincidental is that we have a person on this coaching staff that's from each team in our division? (laughs) Well, you know, it it is – because the league is technical uh, technology right now, I mean, they can get you the technology. You can see everybody's stuff all the time. Back in the ancient ages, we had four films you could you could pass along every week and everybody had the same thing. It's an advantage, but even if you didn't have it, you could gain it if you're willing to put the work in. There's no advantage you can't gain gain if you're willing to work. Belichick, why he's Bill Belichick is that he literally, almost physically, just flat out works most people. They put in more time. Joe Gibbs, he outworked his competition. He sacrificed, his family sacrificed more than others' families because they had to go without their dad and their husband for three, two or three days a week because he slept at the park. So if you wonder why I am who I am, the way I operate, because I saw a man give more than I hadn't seen. I saw Dick Vermeil. See, I played for not just one special individual, several of them. So when I saw Dick Vermeil cry like a baby, I'd never seen a grown-ass man cry in front of a team before like that. And he had worked the dog manure out of us. It meant that much to him. He didn't want us to lose the opportunity. We didn't realize. We got excited because we were playing in the Rose Bowl. He told us, no, Slim. Anybody can damn near get in it. It's only a few that can win it. There you and go. he wore us out so that we could win it. And so that's why we put that, tap that tail in the Buckeyes and sent them crying back to Ohio because we were taught that you got to finish the job. And if you do that to somebody, eventually somebody going to do that to you. And I know what it feels like to have it done. So to be a player in this game, you get it done to you, you do to other. That means you are now, you vested. You in the game. And that's just sports. That's sports. What I don't like about this now is that we never win. That's got to change. Well, well, I hope the entitlement attitude in that facility is gone because it definitely reared its ugly head for many, many years. Hey, brother, I appreciate you, man. Um, All right. Bigger you being a part of the Hoffman Show. Thank you for that. Ant-Man, you good? Yes, sir. Oh my goodness! We got time to get to Ray. You want to go to? We can get Ray, Ray real quick. 
All right, Ray Ray, appreciate you being patient. I appreciate you there, Doc. Thanks for taking my call, as always, my man. So <clears throat> I'll try to be brief. So the, talking about the coaches, man, I I definitely been telling my <clears throat> my clients that I that I got up on my truck. Hey, look, I'm I'm feeling that unreasonable red skin saying bubbling up inside of me. But I I, don't, I yeah. can't. I need to get past the draft and free agency before I kind of really either decide to just let it out or maybe pull it back a little bit. But Slim, the decision let it that out. they've been making, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I mean, he's, he's putting foots in behinds right out the gate, man. And for the ones, this is what I hope. I hope the ones that ran the Ron's office when the enemy got there, I hope them the same ones that holler and scream when he get here and we can get them out of there because they still need to be gone, whoever they were. They did a good job keeping some of them names out, but – I would. I want all of the, everybody that went to that office need to be gone or traded. Well, they're not. There's still in some of them in there, brother. And you know the thing about it. I know who they are, and they know who they are, and it don't matter because eventually you have to win despite them. There's always haters. You never eliminate the you haters. On hey, that Doc, day, your final day, your best day of time. recognition, there'll be a hater clapping and smiling in your face. Can I get one more thing real quick? Yes, sir. So, look, this has been my, my, my fan dream deal that's been happening, and I'm starting to – I feel like we had a chance to maybe maneuver some stuff when Lamar Jackson was upset up there in Baltimore and yeah. Ron and Martin was – That was never going to happen nose up at the idea. Yeah. I get it. I get right. it. But I, I get it. I'm feeling like this Justin Fields thing is hanging around like, all yeah. right, now here's your second crack at it. If we were to pull that off, theoretically, we would still have the second pick overall after doing that and then not need a quarterback and then still be able to potentially get a haul after still getting said quarterback. I mean, I know that could be a stretch, but I don't think it's super far-fetched. Do you? Well, you know what? One of the beautiful things about being my age <laughs> is that <laughs> – no, I learned what to get involved with and what not to get involved with. That's a Nell Willingham topic, okay? So I mean, he wants to keep saying, so I, I don't need to ask. No, him he's about all this. over the place. He's everywhere. He's got all kind <laughs> of different agitated. scenarios. He's, he's got draft pundits. He's got breakdowns. You know why he's got all that? Because he's twenty-six. Because <laughs> he's twenty-six, <laughs> and that's what young people do. They're all over the that's place. 20 my, that's 20 my junior. There you go. There you go. So what I do is I smile. And I say to him, you know what I do? I look over there and I say, Bless his heart. Don't, wait a minute. Don't we have Coach Cliff Kingsbury? Isn't he with us? Yeah, he is. He's with us, right? Yes, okay. he is. That is Coach Cliff Kingsbury. That's his problem, not mine. All right? I trusted right. him. And I trusted Peters. Have a nice evening. We're going to break on that one. And if you guys really want to know, you can contact Big L. Hey, uh, what's his – he got that long tag. It's something like N-E-L-N-E-L-L underscore semicolon backslash BTB, I think. It's something like that. Google it. We'll be back. 
Since wait, since we're here, hold on. But I mean, what's we're with not the, comparing. No, 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 no. Since we're here, all right, come on. What's with the unfollow with the bears? What's, what's up with that? Man, bro, I'm glad we're talking about it because people. Why do people take social media so serious? Like, <laughs> but like, why you why are you unfollowing the bears? Like, I still mess with the bears. It's not. I'm just trying to take a little break. I unfollow the bears and the NFL, bro. I'm not just trying to have football on my timeline. Mm. Like, I know y'all mess with a girl, EQ, especially you. Just because you don't follow the girl on IG don't mean you're not messing with her. That's true. You know? That's true. That's facts. That's facts. Come on, come on. I see no changes. Wake up in the morning and I ask myself. It's like birth living, should I blast myself? I'm tired of being born. Super producer, Anthony Haney. Boy, that's why you always in the running for the awards at the end of the year. That was a smooth mix. That might be the most I've heard him talk since he was at Ohio State. His brother don't have a whole bunch of words. And I like, I've grown, he's grown on me. Um, As a player, um, I think he is as talented a runner that I've seen at ground level that has been Three guys that at ground level haven't been on the sidelines for two decades. Randall Cunningham at ground level. Mike Vick at ground level. And you're not going to believe this. Carson Wentz. His act, first act. It was unbelievable from ground level. Cats could not tackle him. I, I, I'm telling you, I saw it with my own eyes. That's how I knew his body was shot the second time, you know, when they went out and picked him up and patting themselves on the back as if they had got a bargain and everybody knew they got fleeced. This young man, a lot like, there are a lot of similarities with, between the Philadelphia situation and Chicago, not just because they're both African-American quarterbacks with similar styles. They're also high-character guys who played at, at high-profile programs that are terrific leaders that are still growing. They're still, involved, they're still learning the art and crafts of it. And what happens with the growth? What What... What do they have in common? Multiple coaching changes. And what retards growth more than anything else, Anthony? What retard? You're a teacher. You're an instructor. What inhibits growth more than any other factor? Uh, change. 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 New coaches, new coordinators, change. So Justin Fields, I thought his I thought he was valid. And look, as much as I ride Anthony, I learn so much from Anthony because we have so little in common. Anthony's like from another planet to me. <laughs> That's insane. I go. I say, I go, Anthony, what, what do you young people, what do y'all do? What do y'all eat? Where do y'all go? I don't go anywhere Anthony goes. 
I don't do anything Anthony does. Why would I? Why? Because I've already done that like 40 years ago. So what's interesting is about it is that he's living, they live a different level, different life. So you got to get people that can relate and understand how to communicate. Is he the most accurate passer in the world? Got to work on that. Well, Tua is. Tua's accurate. They both at home. So how do you separate them? Justin, if you look at Philadelphia, you look at Chicago, I think the guy has a, has a huge upside. Now, would I want him here as opposed to Caleb? What are we really talking about? Young fella. You you represent all the young people. Mm-hmm. So what's your take on Justin Fields? What do you what do you and your people discuss about Justin? I mean, I think, you know, he understands that the the writing is essentially on the wall for him um out in Chicago and he just wants Chicago to, you know, keep it a buck with him. Like tell him like what it is. They obviously have, you know, eyed in on um, taking Caleb Williams, and I just think he just wants, you know, that closure. Like, he, he just wants to know that they're going to be moving off of him, and then, you know, he can move on with the rest of his life. But if he got all this, like, looming over his head and, you know, all the we want uh, Williams and we need to trade Justin, like, he don't want to see that stuff. So I understand, like, where he's coming from, and I think he just handled that entire, like, interview, like, very professionally. Like, he gave I the – the answers I that, you know, he should be given. Like he said, hey, he wants to stay in um, Chicago, can't necessarily see himself in any other city. Like that is what he's supposed to say. And I think he just wow. also, also just understands that it's a business. It's out of his control. Wow. And, uh, wow. yeah, if the Bears going to move Man, on from a moment. Exactly. Flag this moment. This is unbelievable. I, I mean, we are got 100 years apart, and yet we came to the same conclusion. <laughs> No, I'm serious. I can never get this with Linnell. I keep trying to tell him. I said, look, I thought he handled it brilliantly. He wasn't angry. They didn't go on a podcast and act like they had just robbed a bank and had masky mask on, you know, with guns. And no, they didn't do none of that. He wasn't like a jilted lover. They pay him a lot of money. Right, I thought he was. I thought it was classy. And you explained something to me this morning, because see, folks, just like learning another language, young people speak a different language. They date. They meet people online. <laughs> people in my generation, we're not picking up some device and looking at somebody. First of all, the first thing come in my mind is that the person I'm looking at on this picture is not going to be the person that shows up at the corner, at the Rexall. It ain't going to be the same person. That's how I thought. That's how I've been trained to think. But y'all, it's different. Y'all are trusting. And the dude did a great job. I was so pleased with that. No anger. It feelings wasn't even hurt. It's business. It's business. So Caleb, Caleb's sitting back going, hey, He's the number one guy. I'm the Bears. I thought they fleeced Carolina. Carolina's dumb-dumb. They took advantage of it. They got draft capital. I'm, I think it's all good. Everybody can win. But yet, we still don't know what's going to happen. Because only a fool 
shows you his hand before he throws down. So what is your gut? Since you represent young people, what do y'all think will happen? Then I'll tell you about my group. Well, Caleb. Yeah, with the draft. This is 2024 NFL draft. The Chicago Bears are on the clock. Yeah, I just think the the Bears are in a situation where they they have to more oh, so like reset. Me. I, gotta, I don't want to be rude and interrupt you. I do have to make this disclosure. The Bears are one of the dumbest group <laughs> of human beings ever created on God's earth. Okay, you can continue. I think the Bears are in a situation where they understand that they have to pull a, re, a full reset at the quarterback position. Um, you mentioned it already. They got all this capital. Um, they can build around this guy. And, uh, yeah, I think Justin Fields, he just he just in a weird situation. And I think where they are, the opportunity that they have to take a, a, a Caleb Williams caliber, you know, generational talent, um, at one, I, I think it's just going to be too hard for them to pass up on. So, I th- I, th- I think Fields is going to be gone. Now, I would love to see him in either Atlanta or Pittsburgh, though. If he if they do move off of him, I think he he'll have a, a real legit shot to shine in either one of those franchises. All right, this is another question for my young for the young people in the audience. I understand that Russell Wilson, who now Cut all his hair off. Now he's trying to look young. Smooth dude, though. I ain't mad at him. Don't agree with some of the decisions he's made, but that's his life. So now he's trying to go retro. He's going to get paid $34, $35 million, maybe even more than that. I was listening to Linnell, and that's that. That's dicey. So That number was accurate. He's going to get paid. You can give him a bubblegum card. And a um, Starbucks gift card. And he can play for you for a year. He's going to get paid $34 million either way. So I'll ask you to the young panel. Do, is he in the cards in this? Is there any way that Russell Wilson could get involved in this quarterback shuffle, if you will, that could involve the commanders? No. No chance. No chance in H-E double hockey stick. <laughs> now, I will say Russell Wilson did play solid last year. I think a lot of people look at the Broncos record and try to discredit, you know, what Russ was doing. Russ actually played pretty good last year. Um, the defense, you know, was playing horribly to start the season. And then on the back end, they just couldn't close games. Um, but if I'm a Commanders fan, no, I would not be interested in no Russell Wilson. No, no, thank you. Okay. All right. Well, that's that. Uh, that's pretty decent. I like that. So, the other question comes up on our panel of experienced Americans. We would like to ask you, young people, what do you think when it comes to the quarterbacks, the top three selected or people that have said could be whether it's Drake May, Penix, it could be a young man out of Louisiana State University. Who do you young people like most? I mean, I think it's a mixed uh, bag, to be honest. Uh, a lot of people think we're going to go Jaden Daniels. A lot of people think we're going to go Drake May. I'm not the biggest Drake May fan. Uh, I like Jaden Daniels. 
him protecting himself does concern me a little bit. But Can I ask you a personal question? Yeah, what's up? What don't you like about Drake May, and what do you like about Daniels? I just think Drake May is – he can be inconsistent. Um, he sometimes don't make the routine throws that he should be making. Um, his footwork isn't all that. And I'm not, you know, this guy that uh, does all the X's and O's you know, does all the no, film you sound breakdown. Like, I watched. Look, I, you know, I, I, I watched what, I'm with just Craig. Look, I'm not saying we it's did wrong. our QB breakdown. We we watched some film on these guys. Okay. Um. So okay. that's all. That's all I'm saying. We watched. All I'm saying is, you know, man Hoffman, <laughs> he'll be so proud of this. When he's going to be so proud. I'm right. I he'll be so proud. Look. Um. So is there anything for you, young people? I feel like this is almost like a Saturday Night Live skit. And it's like the world basically is interviewing young people. And we're asking young people, do you have an alternative out of the first round for a quarterback, out of the first 10 picks rather for a quarterback? Is there any of the, quote, others that you could find a way to work with and improve other areas of concern if you feel like you actually have any other areas of concern? I mean, we don't take a quarterback in the first 10. I, I would imagine we traded back and we'd probably be looking at a tackle or something. But I would I would hope that we take a quarterback for sure. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, I'm satisfied with it. I mean, I'm good. I hope that uh, – and I did that so that people mature because my I, I attract a mature audience and I have to make sure – that they're satisfied first and then still try to understand that we're making connections with the younger generation. To that, we go to break. Thanks for all of you who are online. They were patient. we got a couple of guests coming up. I uh, want to take you inside this combine deal, and we'll, we'll talk with the gentleman who's been through it. You know him and love him as well right here on the Hoffman Show, DOC, and super producer Anthony Haney. Stay with us.